My name is Miles Morales. I'm Brooklyn's one and only Spider-Man. And things are going great. Oh, yeah. You were supposed to be here. Fine. All right, whatever. Whatever? Wow. Whatever? So are you like a cow or a Dalmatian? I am the spot. <laughs> That's not funny. Don't, don't do that. Miles' grades are pretty good. A in AP Physics. That's my little man. And a B in Spanish. What? Ooh, okay. Miles. Are you trying Mira, to kill that's what I I gotta go. All right, everybody. He's lying to you. And I think you know it. What up, what up, what up, folks? This is the year of the Black Nerd. And today, you're listening to Words from Blurs. I'm JT. The other blurred you hear is Adu. And as always, we're here to review something. Adu, what are we talking about today? Uh, we're talking about the hit film. I think it's number one in the country right now. Uh, if I'm not I'm mistaken. pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm across sure. the, yeah, across the Spider-Verse. What a what a film. To follow up the I believe it the first one won an Oscar, I think, right? For the best animated film of the of that year. I believe it did. Into the Spider-Verse? Yep. Wow. And so the same team, Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, they're producing, obviously, but they obviously have more creative input. They have brought us the first of uh, two parts across the Spider-Verse. And this is, I think, probably a very pinnacle story for the character of Miles Morales. Oh, 100%. I mean... um. Phil Lord and Chris Miller have done an amazing job uh, with these movies and also the artists as well. I mean, my God, these movies look amazing. They're animated amazing. They're doing wild stuff in the animation. Yo, hey, uh, Into Into the Spider-Verse was so, like, iconic. But now you got other animated movies, you know, trying to bite off their style a little bit, you know, I, you know, with the, that Puss in Boots movie that came out earlier this year, which was great as well, by the way. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It was surprisingly, like, it, it shocked me. How much I liked it, you know. I saw Twitter talking about, "Oh, Puss in Boots is really good," and I was like, "I don't Shit, it did not shock me. Oh, so you did not shock me at all. Really good. Oh, I liked the first one. Oh, you liked the. First I liked the first one, so I was like, "Okay, I'm down for the second. I mean, it was what? It's been, I think, ten years or so, yeah. or maybe a little less, since Something the first like Puss in Boots movie came out. Yeah, and and so and you touched on um, that movie. But also we have the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Mutant Mayhem movie, which is also um, taking inspiration from the Into the Spider-Verse art style. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very interesting to see Into the Spider-Verse kind of start this um, trend of like animation for animated films where it's 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 almost like a comic book stylized type of animation with also a dropped frame rate. So it's it's interesting to see that kind of increase in trends. I don't know uh, what that says for the future of animated movies. I don't know if I want to see every animated movie start to look like that. But I mean, it is a pretty cool style. So, you know, I, I, I see why they're doing it, you know, but I don't know. But regardless, you know, we're talking about Across the Spider-Verse, which is just an amazing film. I mean, I feel like it's definitely deserving all the praise it's getting right now. And the money. And the money. And the money. This thing is um, 
just to to give you a little uh, insight into comparison, the first Into the Spider Verse, uh, although be it it was the first of its kind, it made thirty million dollars its opening weekend. Across Ooh, the Spider Verse, thirty million. made a hundred a hundred and twenty million over its first three days. Whoo! And let me also drop this knowledge on you. The budget for this for Across the Spider-Verse was $100 million. So now, in its first three days, it, it made back its budget. And so now we're in the profit margin. So we're at least, I think, it's nearing 300 right now after one week of being out in theaters. You know how huge that is? You know how much oh, of, of, a, of a box office bump that is from one movie to a sequel? My dude, especially, my especially, nigga, especially for an animated movie. On top of that, I mean, damn. Especially for you're right. I I think I think it's it's safe to say, at least as far as movies and superhero movies specifically, I think Spider Man might be bigger than Batman at this point. I mean, I really do. As far as movies. I might yeah, I think, agree I think with you there because Spider Spider Man movies might be a safe bet now as far as making money. Yeah, because let me think, twenty twenty one is that when No Way Home came out? That sounds about right. Let me uh do my little Google's right quick. But suffice to say, I think within a year's time, No Way Home made over a billion dollars. Where the Batman, which was still a popular film and made money, made l- a little less than eight hundred million dollars. You were right, by the way. It so, did come out in twenty twenty one. Perfect. So the Batman made a little made. I think the Spider into uh, No Way Home made maybe one point two billion. You can check me on that. But I mean, that just goes to show that Spider Man is he is the brighter counterpart to Batman. I mean, obviously that would also be Superman, but in the Marvel versus DC realm, those are the two most box office breaking characters that they have. And- uh, 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 real quick, according to Wikipedia, so you know you can cite this and look it up for yourself. Um, uh, it gro- uh, No Way Home grossed over one point nine billion worldwide. Holy fuck! Okay, so it made more than double. More than double um, the Batman's box office intake. So that's that's insane. I didn't re- really realize it was that much. Um, but that's close to, t- to two billion. That's literally oh, yeah. 100 million away. That's a lot. <laughs> Niggas love Spider-Man. What can I say? And how have you seen a Batman animated film? I'm talking about theatrically animated outside um... of Mask of the Phantasm. Nope. Not to my knowledge, I don't believe nope. it has been one. And Mask of the Phantasm definitely didn't make a one point nine uh, billion, or even it, it come close to what um Across the Spider Verse is made right now. Right, and so which you know, which my, you know, isn't shade to that movie. Uh, um, Mask of the Phantasm, it was a great, was a great movie. movie. Yeah, it was a solid movie. But, you know, absolutely. But the marketing and everything, nobody really believed in animated movies at that time the way they do now, or the way they're really starting to. Um, the animated movie today is really making, I guess, a resurgence in popularity. 
although they never really lost it, but people are really taking more risks now, trying new art styles, trying more adult themes, more adult stories, because people for the longest thought animated movies were for kids and maybe the super, super young at heart. But animation is for all realms. It just depends on the story that's being told. Is it the animated movie or is it the Spider-Man of it all? That is debatable. But I, I mean, obviously, Spider-Man is a huge IP um, for Marvel, for Sony. So I know but the name Spider-Man I, probably brought people in. I see why Sony don't want to let that go. <laughs> Shit. I mean, I wouldn't either. Have you seen the money they're making? I mean, apart from, let's say, Morbius. And, and we'll see what okay. uh, what we get with. Don't don't bring up that around me. Oh, God. oh, well, you don't you Jesus. don't you don't hear Morbin time. You don't want to hear Morbin time. It's Morbin time. Did you say Craven? I forgot they were doing a Craven movie. Oh God, they're about to ruin it. Yeah, oh, with Aaron Taylor Johnson. What? But it's R rated. It's R rated. So that might. I don't mean it's going to be good. No, it's not going to make a difference. Venom was wait, but was Venom PG thirteen or R? Both of them were PG thirteen, unfortunately. Oh well, either way, it's a Spider Man movie with no Spider Man movie, and it's being made by Sony, so it's not gonna be good. Venom bad, Venom two bad, Morbius bad, and at least the Terrible. Venom movies are, and, and at least the Venom movies are like bad, but you can kind of have fun with it, you know? Yeah, that's cheesy I, I to a point where you can enjoy it. Yeah, it, you know, but Morbius was just kind of no, like that man. Fast and Furious bullshit. Well, no, 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 no. Don't even compare Fast and Furious to Venom. But uh, no, let's get that right. No, 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 no. Venom is like, no, stop it. Stop. You're not going to sully the name of Fast and Furious like this. All right. I'm not going to let you compare those amazing films to Venom. Well, let's just do that uh, right now. Folks, this is the day the words from Blurge was canceled. We're so sorry you left. Um, check us out. I can't believe you said that, bro. Compare Venom to Fast and Furious. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, boy. Ven- Come on, Venom and Eddie Brock are a family. Seen, I ain't never seen a Venom movie where they flew to space in a car, my nigga. No, stop it. We're not doing this. All right. Terrible. Are they making another Venom? Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, well, I guess it made enough money to justify it, I suppose. I don't know, whatever. But yeah. I mean, it did. Yeah, you know. But yeah, back to back to uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Um, man, this, I really, I really enjoyed this movie. So far, this might be my favorite movie of the year. Um, you know, once again, we're following Miles Morales. He's the new Spider-Man of his Earth, Earth 1610. And he's got to deal with this new villain, Spot. Who has a connection to him via his past origins and you know he's got the spot you know he's got this cool power that is really like i feel like spot is an example of things you can do in animation that you might not be able to do in live action because like the way he's animated with the spots moving around and his powers that he can take a spot off of himself and like go to another dimension or go to another time and space like it's you know it's he it's funny because he's actually pretty whack in the comic books and he's like pretty whack at first like in the beginning of the movie but as the movie goes on he gets like more powerful and more serious so i kind of like how they did that um 
oh, you know, at first you're watching the movie, oh, you know, this is going to be a bad guy that Spider-Man's going to beat in like two Oh, yeah, he was a write-off villain. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, okay. As the movie goes on and on, he gets more serious. So I really like how they did that. And um, he's voiced by, uh, what was it, Jason Schwartz? Jason Schwartz. Jason Schwartz. Is it Schwartz or Schwartzman? Uh, I think it's Schwartz. You can correct me. I'm probably wrong. Yep, it's Schwartzman. All right. Schwartzman, but yeah. So how how did you feel about the spot as a villain? Oh, I thought the spot, I mean, again, I... (laughs) um, So when we first are introduced to the spot, you really kind of do get that he's the villain of the week type of a vibe going because he's a man with black holes in his body, no face, literally just pale white skin with black holes. It's like a fucking Dalmatian. Keep going. Don't don't let me stop you. You know what? Okay. You said black holes all over. He's got like scientific black holes all over his body. Pause. And um, god damn it. And uh, you know, he literally looks like Cruella Deville got her her wish and killed a bunch of Dalmatians. Uh, but as like you said, as the film progresses, you kind of see, you know, he doesn't see any any um any way back from you know where he he was and where he is now. There's no there's no clear way to transform him back. So he's just going all in on furthering, I guess, his evolution or his power set. And he starts to become a really, like, like literally dark character. Um, he he kind of presents like this kind of, he looks like an, like the Antichrist in a way. I don't know how to describe it. He, he just looks like a fucking demon uh, once he <laughs> finally left. Once he levels a... up, he looks like a fucking demon. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. I was like, the Antichrist, what kind of comparison are you? Are you... I get what you mean, though, because, like, the the swirly, like, black lines that they use to, like, you know, show him, which was a really cool design. Um, but, yeah, 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 I get what you mean. He looked but, real, he yeah, did, I he looked really he... cool. He looked like, um, he kind of looked like that, um, not, 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 I guess, kind of like, you know, that painting Starry Night? Yeah. He kind of looked like that. He kind of did look like Starry Night. Hmm. But, I mean, we don't we don't get a whole lot of him in this movie, unfortunately. We get bits and pieces. But, I mean, what we see, he definitely, you know, he's funny at first, but he definitely becomes a, a very formidable and very scary. Yeah, and I also like this intro because uh, we saw in his intro... We saw Miles uh, eating a beef patty, and I thought that was probably the best scene in the entire movie. I, I really like seeing Miles Morales eat a beef patty. He, yeah, I like beef patties too. Beef patty oh, and a I think that's got to be the first time uh, I've seen a beef patty in an animated children's movie. That was really you cool. Think so? I'm, I'm I can't think of any other times I've seen a beef patty in an animated movie. Can you? Uh. Mm. Um, I'm telling you, it, it, across the Spider Verse is breaking new ground, bro. Maybe you know, we got to we got to see we got to see uh, you know a lot a lot more you know ethnic foods. We got to see some some fufu up in some animated movies. 
some jollof up in some animated movies. Maybe rice dumplings up in some yeah. animated movies. I, I, you know? I, I would love to see some jollof on my I plate. I shouldn't have like even said jollof. Why did I say? That doesn't ever happen. God, okay. That's I shouldn't have. Moving on. Yeah, so we also. And who continues to bullshit, continues to bullshit me. We also oh, catch up with the. Uh, we also catch up with Spider Gwen as well. Uh, I I do love the character of Spider Gwen. I, I I think she's really dope. Um, I love her character design and her world too, which is such a different sort of um. Art atmosphere. Design. Yeah, atmosphere and art design from all the other worlds. It's her. It's very much watercolor. You know, that's the type of painting they're kind of doing for her world. Uh, very similar to the comic book series that she comes from. So it was really cool to see that um, she is dealing with a lot, too, as, uh, you know, we find out her origin where her Peter was uh, the her world's lizard. And she actually did she wind up killing him? Is that like was it her I, that I, did that or was like Peter kind I of think he... himself by accident? Yeah, I think he ended up killing himself by accident. And once the uh, the lizard, uh, what is it? The lizard potion serum wore off. I think his body just couldn't take it and he died. Okay. okay. That's how I interpreted the scene. Okay, yeah, I was wondering that too. But yeah, so, you know, pretty uh, tragic backstory. Um, but we find out she, accident- she, you know, has to reveal her identity to her father, who was a cop, and is also hunting for Spider-Woman. So, you know, that, you know, um, how did you, did you like, you know, getting to learn more about Spider-Gwen in this movie and, you know, seeing more of her backstory and stuff like that? Like, did it move you at all? It absolutely moved me because, you know, it it just, it showed that every spider person has um, complications in their personal life when it comes to being a hero and how it affects those around them. And Gwen... Uh, Spider Gwen or Spider Woman, as she actually calls herself, um, doesn't isn't exempt from that from that rule, you know. And you would think her father would have believed her immediately, but you know, Captain Stacy, you know, is kind of true to himself no matter what. Throughout, I think all comics and media, he is a by the law type of person first and help you later, and so. I think seeing her origin story and and seeing how she's kind of running from the problem of of her father having to be in between this rock and a hard place, she ran from that, you know. And so it's it's really interesting and it informs a lot of her motivations in this movie and why she decides to join the spiders. Is it called? It's called the Spider Society, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, why she decides to join the Spire Society. And also we get introduced to another Spider-Woman. Um, you know what? We might have to just call her like Spider-Sis or something just to avoid confusion. Uh, Spider-Queen. Spider Let's go Spider-Queen. Spider-Queen. I like that. Spider-Queen uh, voiced by uh, Issa Wright. Or Spider-Issa. How about that? Nah. spider Ray. Spider Queen, all right, Spider Queen, voiced by Issa Rae, who did I think did a really good job as um, Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, and also Miguel O'Hara, the very popular Spider Man twenty ninety nine, played by Oscar Isaac. Um, it was really I thought might it be really his good. best role, his best superhero role. His best superhero. I know. He, I, I, I don't. I, I, so. I, I really. 
really like Moon Knight. I know people are kind of in about it, but I, I really liked Moon Knight. I don't know. It's up there. I don't have a, lot of, a whole lot of gripes. I don't have a whole lot of gripes uh, towards Moon Knight, but I I do think uh, you know the show needed better writing. But I feel like just Oscar Isaac's voice performance as Miguel O'Hara, uh, I thought it was pitch perfect. Like I I genuinely can't imagine somebody else having played Miguel other than Oscar Isaac now that it's it's happened. Like, I could imagine a whole bunch of different people playing Moon Knight. Um, who was a, a apocalypse, but I think he he fucking nailed he he hit the nail on the head with this voice performance. He was very um abrasive, very aggressive, but um brooding. Very much so. Very much so the brooding type. So I, I get the feeling that you really liked Spider-Man 2099 and the way he was presented in this movie. Yeah, I, I I felt like it was true to the character, especially um, because of the circumstances. Now, it's never really explained how he ends up becoming the leader of the spider, or I guess the founder and leader of the spider society. But um, he definitely nails it. And... Yeah. Well, I mean, I think part of it is he's only he's the only Spider-Man who's actually serious. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can you imagine any any of these other Spider-Man being in charge? No. Them niggas, them niggas do nothing but crack jokes all fucking day, twenty four seven. As a matter of fact, I see why Spider Man twenty nine nine is so damn grumpy all the time. He's he's surrounded by like two thousand motherfuckers that don't do nothing but say puns. I'd be mad. The too. worst coworkers ever. Jesus Christ, that's why you. So I might be bumpy. as well, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, um, I, I too, I like Spider Man twenty ninety nine. I, I always liked him. Um, ever since my, I think my first introduction to him was probably uh, Spider Man Shattered Dimensions, that old video game. I think what, did it come out for the PS two or the PS three? Uh, I think it was a PS three. PS three, yeah, probably PS three. So, and I liked him in there, and I liked him here too. I thought it was um, he was really interesting. Especially since one could make it because the way the movie goes is um there 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 something happens between him and Miles, which we'll get into in detail a little later. So like I, I his his character is like is he an antagonist or can you see where he's coming from? You know um I, well we don't have to get into it now just because we haven't reached that point yet, but you know just. Put a pin in that for later on. Uh, so, anyway, Spider Man twenty ninety nine and Spider Queen recruit Gwen for the Spider Society, and you know eventually Gwen and Miles meet back up, and you know Miles is happy, of course, you know because you know Miles is you know he's 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 feeling Gwen, you know Gwen's clearly feeling him, you know. Um, I don't. Do you think that they will actually wind up together? Because I mean, Hollywood historically kind of has, you know, they're kind of eh about the kind of uh, interracial relationship. I'm interracial re- relation. And uh, that specific, yeah, no. that specific kind. You know, but do you think they don't actually? You don't. Oh wow. No, I don't. I th- I think that they might have like a a kiss in the third movie or something, but I'm actually getting in the sense that. Either they'll have to part ways because Gwen has to go back and be the Spider Woman of her world, or she dies. That's that's the only two options I see. 
damn, bro, it's cynical as hell. I, I, you know what? Maybe it's the hopeless romantic in me. I, I think they're gonna wind up together. I, I, th- I trust. I, I, you know, I think Phil Lord and Chris Miller, they're gonna have them wind up get to get getting together. I really do. Also, we we haven't considered. There's also a Gwen Stacy on Miles' Earth somewhere. Uh, well, is there? Is there? Maybe there isn't. There has to be. If there's a Peter Parker in her world, there has to and be. She's a already Gwen. dead. She's no, probably already not. dead. If that's the case. Not necessarily because we have this is blonde Peter A. Parker. He he might not have even met a Gwen. She might actually still be Miles' age. We don't know. I don't know, bro. That that's that's kind of a reach, if you ask me. Maybe, and honestly, maybe there isn't. There is. There's not a. There's not a. Not every universe has a one-to-one character. You know, um, the MCU doesn't have a Gwen Stacy yet, as far as we know. Uh, the oh, Tobey Maguire universe doesn't have a Miles Morales, as far as as far as we know. You know. Well, he also wasn't created until after the movies ended. True, but still, I'm not wrong. Are you? I'm not. not there wrong. isn't one, as far as we know. So you know, I hope they don't do that. That I feel like that's kind of a cop. I I need this Miles and this one to get together. I, me personally, I, I I like them together. You know, I I, I want to see. You know, I, I'm I'm rooting for those crazy kids. You know, again, maybe it's just a hopeless romantic in me. I I do think they're gonna wind up together. It'd be pretty, pretty uh pretty cool to see that. You know, because you know Gwen's cool, Miles is cool. You know why not? Uh, and then. We find out that uh, the Spider Society is having one kind of uh, observe um, what's his face the spot because the spot is getting a little too powerful. You know, he's starting to get you know his powers are increasing in strength. He can go to different worlds and different dimensions now. Uh, so again, I, I how did you feel about that scene where you know the spot he was going in different dimensions and you know he goes to the Lego dimension. He goes to um, he goes to the Venom, the Venom dimension. I can't get away from this movie. I just, no matter what I do, I, I can't. Did, did I thought it was a little, cool use of his powers did to that, show the did evolution that, of them. Did that little cameo do anything for you at all? No, it did, it, it did <laughs> not. I don't really care for that character that much. Where I'm like, oh my God, she needs to be in every Venom movie. Oh shit. Oh my God, they need him to be in every Venom movie. Or they need to be a main staple in the Spider Verse somehow, some way. Yeah, I, I just the the less they refer to those Venom movies, the better. If you ask me, I just. Uh, but um, honestly, well, wait you... a second. If the spot traveled to Venom World, does that mean there's a Spider-Man on that world? Um, if there is, not yet, unless they're working underground or something. Because if you remember, and I hate that I remember this, but um, one of oh, the, the Spider-Man credit scene, nah, that that was fake in the trailer. Remember that that wasn't even in the movie. They just put right. that in the trailer to get people to want to watch the movie. But one of the end credit scenes, you see um, uh, Brock, he's watching TV, or he gets he gets teleported. Because of the events of No Way Home, blah, blah, blah. I didn't even wind up mattering that much. Um, but yeah, because of the events of No Way Home, he gets teleported to the MCU. And then he's like, who is that? And they don't know who he is. And it's, you know, it's um, Tom Holland, Spider-Man on TV. So they're not familiar with him. So I don't think there's a Spider-Man on that earth. 
Right. At least not yet, as far as we know. Um, I've seen some fan theories that it's like it's supposed to be the same world as Tobey Maguire, but no, that doesn't make any sense. That's dumb. So, no, I doubt it. Did you like the interactions that Gwen had with uh, Miles's parents? Because I thought that was very authentic, <laughs> especially when uh, Rhea was like, I bet she don't even speak Spanish. <laughs> I was like, that was, that, oh, absolutely. That was funny as hell. That was absolutely fun. Like, funny as the whole, that whole interaction, that whole scene, even before Gwen got there, was comedic gold, I think. Um, and the fact that Gwen had the caucasity, the caucasity to call his parents by their names. Is this First like a all, generational why you thing? Even, why is, is this, this, how, how would their names even come up in conversation? Oh, yeah, my no, mom's I, name is. Right, like what is is this? Is this something the kids are doing now? When I was when I was a kid, it was either uh so and so's mom or Mrs. So and so's mom or Mrs. My friend's last name. Like, well, I is this something the kids are doing now? They call parents by their first names. Yes. So this is a thing. I, I you know I would imagine it has to be. Okay, that's fucking. It's, it's not. Strange. It's not a black thing. Clearly, yeah, because what <laughs> I can't imagine doing that. I, I would feel I I would feel weird if I was calling my friend's parents by their first name, and some you know. Also, I would feel weird if some little ass kid was calling me by my first name. It's like what? <laughs> what, what the hell was going on here? At least put a message in front of that. I don't know. That's it's just weird. But yeah, um, that yeah, like what little nigga? You must have put some respect on my name. <laughs> put that Mister in front of it. But that's the thing. This movie is also very funny, like legitimately funny too. It's just not like corny funny. Like it, it doesn't have to try to be funny. It's like actually, you know, funny writing. Yeah, there's a lot of great humor in here. And again, um, Chris Miller and Phil Lord are great comedic writers. I think they had contributions to the to the script and the story. Um, so the humor obviously was going to be there, and the humor kind of it carried over from the first movie as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very similar in sense of the humor. It's very consistent in that point. In fact, this movie did a really good job at actually being a sequel to the first movie because it picks up on a lot of the same stuff that the first movie touched on. And, you know, like, for example, you know what's so funny? I, I've seen the first one, Into the Spider-Verse, a bunch of times. But for whatever reason, um, when I rewatched it before, I watched Across the Spider-Verse this time. And I had never noticed this before. But if you watch that movie, the spider that bit Miles, it glitches. Yeah. And it, for the first time, I never, I never noticed that. For the first time ever, I noticed that. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting, huh? Why did glitch?" And then I just, I didn't think anything about it. And then I go into a process it was the art style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just thought maybe it was some weird artistic decision or something. And then I watch across the Spider Verse, and I'm like, "Oh shit, that's why I was glitching." So, you know, it's like like little things like that, like foreshadowing and shit like that. I'm like, this it's a really well-written film. I'm I'm happy they took time with this. So it, it makes you wonder if like Lord and Miller had this like plant, like these three movies like planned out this whole time, like how they're gonna go and things are gonna do. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because I think it, it was no less than a year after the film came out that they announced there would be uh, a a sequel. And then a year after that, where they announced that it will be a two-part sequel. 
so they announced that it was going to be a two-parter. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I figured they did because some people apparently didn't know that. And I was like, I don't know. They said it was going to be. I don't know why y'all. Okay. But you know, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, so Miles follows Gwen into that into a portal, you know, because she's in trouble with the Spider Society because she let uh, the spot get away, and they get teleported to the world of Spider Man India, who is Pavitar Pavarkar. Pavitar. I'm not doing that. I'm pretty sure I said that right. Pavitar Pavarkar. Yes, that. Uh, and I like Spider-Man India. Spider-Man India was really cool. Did you like Spider-Man India? I did. I just didn't feel like we had a whole lot of time with him. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think his personality shines. He was definitely like a, a very like poor representation of, of India because he was a fast-talking web-slinger. But I'm talking faster than than the normal fast-talking web-slinger. He, he had that great Bollywood flavor and a sense of style. He was he was a cool dude. He was he was a D coolest spider, but he was definitely a cool dude. Um he had only been Spider-Man for like four months at that point, right? I think it was either four or six months. Yeah. But he had already yes. had so very <laughs> recently Spider-Man. So he see this is this is the part of his Spider-Man career where he's enjoying having his powers and nothing like super tragic as well, except maybe the death of his uncle has happened to him yet. So I'm like, that. see, that's that's why he's so like extra upbeat and cheery. I'm like, oh, okay. But I see, it, I see you what see, it's confusing though. You see, it's confusing though. The, the MacGuffin, right, is something tragic has to happen to each spider in order for them to really be Spider-Man. Uh, there's Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben is the most consistent tragedy uh, with Peter Parker's. But um, I mean, even with Puppeter, uh, he uh, his uncle died. Yet they they disrupted the canon because somebody else was supposed to die. Why? He already because had his his moment, his sad moment. Well, Spider Man, you know, first off, you know, Spider Man got a whole bunch of sad moments in his life. But uh, remember Indeed. that canon. Which, you know, if you've seen the movie, you know what the canon event is. The canon event was supposed to be a police captain that's close to Peter also dies saving a kid. That's the canon event. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Yeah, that was his girlfriend's father. You you didn't know you didn't realize that that was his girlfriend's father. No, 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 no. no. I I know. But you had said close to Peter instead of Pavitra. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. It, well, close to Spider-Man. You know, a, a police captain that's right. close to Spider-Man dies saving a kid. That's the canon event. Wow. And it's happened. You I know, it happened, in a, in, it, it happened in Amazing Spider-Man. It happened Spider-Man. in Amazing Spider-Man. You know, it happened in, um, you know, obviously it happened in the books as well. You know, where, where it came from. But yeah, that, that was a canon event. So that's, that's that you know, that's why it got disrupted and you know stuff started happening which they introduced this thing um into the spider-man movie canon i guess for lack of a better term where basically specific things have to happen in a spider-man's life or else time gets disrupted you know if you've seen doctor who they call it a fixed point you know anything that deals with like dimensions or time travel or anything like that you're familiar with this kind of trope a certain action has to happen or you mess up time 
So, um, I, you know, it's pretty interesting to see them mess with that. But also, it's a little, it's a little, I don't know, man. It, to me, it kind of, I don't know how to feel about this. Because it, it, I feel like it kind of goes against, almost goes against, like, what Spider-Man represents, what he's about. Because Spider-Man, you know, is a superhero. He's like, even even if I can't save everyone, I got to try. So, like, it's almost kind of messed up for spider-man to be like well i mean this person's supposed to die so i gotta let him die you know and i i have to believe that miller and lord are kind of doing this on purpose like that's part of the story because again this is part one of a story so maybe they're gonna go into actually that's not true at all you know it's like you know it, maybe it's something different but you know i i kind of feel like that's definitely something they have to address because it feels weird to be watching a spider-man movie and spider-man's like no you gotta let that person die because you know and it's like, I get it, because if they don't die, then millions of other people die. But I don't know. I don't know. I felt weird about that. I, I just, I want to know how you felt about that specific part of it. Uh, yeah, I think that, and this is funny because one of my friends said this, I think that Miles, not Miles, Miguel, I think Miguel was kind of like a representation of, you know, uh, Spider-Man purist in a way. Oh my God! Uh, yes. Uh, Spider like Spider-Man has to go through this. Spider-Man has to do this. Bro. Otherwise, you can't be Spider-Man. Otherwise, everything is disrupted. And literally, you going through a whole schism and and all that just to ensure that everything goes according to the canon. Again, if you don't know that, and I, I just thought I thought also that that using that term was was very like wink wink nod to comic book fans because comic book fans are always complaining about oh that's not part of the canon oh that like canon really is just like the history uh the established history of a character or a set of characters within like either the dc or the marvel universe for example like batman like his parents died and so you would expect anyone to supersede him you would expect for them to have some type of loss as well because that's canon to the character of Batman such as Terry McGinnis for example in Batman Beyond he didn't quite have the exact same traumatic experience but his father was murdered but he was still left with a family that, that canon is so, is that is so funny that you bring that up because it's almost like Amanda Waller uh, represented um, what you were saying that Miguel represented because she was she hired the phantasm to like take out his parent or his dad or, or his parents or what either one whatever right so wow that's that's actually pretty funny that you bring that up right that's i mean cool. and it still ended up being fate i mean it was still written but it was still ended up being fate yeah. that you know uh terry mcginnis's father he died because of corporate sabotage you know yeah. um yeah uh, but, i mean yeah. there. Yeah, because there's a part where um, Spider-Man 2099, he informs Miles that basically his whole, I'm, I'm kind of fast forwarding a little bit, but you know, since we're talking about 2099 and the canon stuff right now, um, he talks about, he reveals to Miles that the spider that bit him isn't from his universe, which is, you know, what I touched on earlier, and the spider from this the universe that that spider came from doesn't have a spider-man because that peter parker or miles browns for all we know never got bit so there's no spider-man in that world so miles is basically a walking talking anomaly 
you know. And he when when uh when um Miguel was telling Miles, you're not supposed to be here. You're not even supposed to be. I was like, this this feels racially motivated. I'm not gonna lie, it kind of does. I feel like uh-huh. there's there's an implied mayate somewhere in this little rant. You know, I I don't I, I like this too much. This is mm, I don't know, Miguel. This this feels kind of messed up. Like you're not supposed to sit at our table, Black Spider Man. Hey man, I I I was the person of color Spider Man before you came around. Now everybody cares about you. No. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I he just sa- think he sounded like Miles... a hater to me. He sounded he sounded mad bitter. I'm just saying, you know. And honestly, and I, and I kind of I kind of threw this theory out on Twitter. What if Miguel doesn't doesn't have any idea what the fuck he's talking about? And he's just winging it, you know, because it's like we're we're just supposed to know that we're just supposed to you know take take Miguel at his word that he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, again, I I don't know how it is that he he knows all these events because I what this movie takes place one year after Into the Spider Verse, is that right? A year and a few months. A year and a few months. And you've had time to coordinate a, a huge spider head, Spidey Society headquarters. You've had time to go to multiple different worlds. Like, how are you so sure that everything you're saying has to apply to every single Spider-Man? It's very sketchy. Yeah. I mean, granted, it happened to you, but doesn't mean it'll happen. We don't even know how it happened to him because he had I don't think he had an Uncle Ben. I don't think he had a police captain. I think he just had what, a family that died or something or a daughter that died? Well, yeah, I I, I guess, um, and I'm not the most familiar. I know things about Miguel O'Hara's backstory. I don't know everything. But in the movie, I guess the, the thing that caused the destruction of that world was maybe Miguel wasn't supposed to be there. It was a world where Miguel had died, but he still had a family there. And Miguel's like, oh, let me just, well, since this Miguel already died, let me just slip into his uh, his life real quick. And then that caused the anomaly. So I, I don't, maybe the, I don't know. I don't know exactly what the canon event there was supposed to be. Maybe just Miguel being dead. I, I don't know. I don't know. And But there was another Spider-Man there too, wasn't there? In that oh, little flashback, cool. in Miguel's story, yeah, wasn't there another Spider-Man there? I, I, I remember. I and I saw the movie twice, and I definitely remember there being another Spider-Man in that world that was getting destroyed. Was there? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh well, yeah, I'm I'm like I'm like eighty percent sure there was, so I don't know what what was going on with that. But yeah. So, uh, and I I bring all this up to ask you: Do you think, but but, and I know you know how we're feeling about the way Miguel's talking to Miles, but do you think Miguel has a point here? Like, do you think like who's really the bad guy here? Is Miles tripping for because well, and I I guess we should go into this as well. The thing is, Miles' canon event, he has to let his father die. Because, A, his father, well, you know, important, you know, male well, figure. spoiler. I mean, the movie's been out for two weeks, and everyone knows it's fun. Um, this is the first week. This is the first full week, but okay. Really? 
it feels like two. Time it came is- out. It, it, yeah, it, it came time, out last weekend. Time is weird, but um, but yeah, um, yeah. Ah! So he has to he has to let his uh his father die because his father. Well, one, it's his father, and two, he's a police captain, or at least he's about to become police captain. That's his canon event, and obviously Miles hears that and he's like, I'm not gonna fucking let my dad die. What the hell? So you know. So do you think Miles is bugging, or do you think? Uh, Miguel is bugging. You know, I honestly, I'm going to compare this movie to No Way Home. I feel like Miguel is the Doctor Strange character in a way. He's not necessarily an antagonist, but he's the one trying to keep order, and that definitely is going to disrupt what the protagonist, being Michael, I mean, being Miles, wants to do. Which is to save his dad. Very and good. for Peter Parker and No Way Home, it was to go back in time and have everybody forget he's Peter Parker. That's a very good comparison and very funny considering Miguel doesn't like Doctor Strange too much. You yeah, and Doctor Strange was, yeah, because he was definitely mentioned in the movie. That little nerd <laughs> in Doctor Strange and Earth was 199999. Yeah, that's the designation for the MCU. That, that was that was that was a little funny. That's pretty funny. That's cute. It's, but wait, I thought the I thought somebody in the MCU called uh, their world Earth six one six. Yeah, they kind of go back and if if you look it up on the internet, it kind of goes by. But like, it's not though. Six one six is the comics. Like, does it have to be though? I mean, I don't, I don't know. They kind of. I mean, if if it's an animated I've, form or. Movie form. Who's the Who's the main six one six universe? I, I've seen the MCU be called both, though. I've seen both designations for the MCU, so I don't. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just go by nineteen nine 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 nine. That's you know fine. I'm cool with that because six one six is that's that's something else. I feel like whoever wrote it to be called six one six was just trying to be cute. You know, it's like oh, a little a little reference. Like, I don't think it's actually 616, though. Right. So I wonder, then I wonder what 19999, I wonder if that has any correlation to a specific nine. date or a specific reason. What? I think there's one more nine. Nigga. 199999. Are, are you kidding me? I'm just saying. We should be accurate. I wonder. Shit. I wonder. <laughs> If there's like a certain reason it got called that, if it got give, if it was given that number, nah, know? bro, they pulled that number out the ass. I don't think it means anything specific. Because wait, they, when they did just, Tony Stark's parents yeah. die? I mean, like year. I think it was. I know it was in the nineties, right? Right? No, eighties? No, nineties. I don't know. When did, when was Marvel Studios started? How about that? Maybe that's the, that's the date. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I have a question for you. We've talked about all the spiders, but one. Mm-hmm. What the hell was, was your him. thoughts? What was your thoughts on Spider Punk, aka Hobie Brown? AKA the baddest motherfucker to ever appear in a spider movie, period. Well, first off, and I was doing a, a Google real quick, they died in 91. 
uh, Tony's parents. Mm. Uh, yeah, and uh, second off, this nigga, and obviously this is not an unpopular opinion. He might be the breakout character of Across the Spider Verse. He's voiced by uh, Get Out. Oh my goodness, Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's voiced by Daniel Kaluuya, who I never realized. Was a native British. Person. No, no, I knew, I knew that. I'm saying I never realized his voice is kind of cool. Oh like, yeah, I never because really... most times he's doing an American accent in the movies he's in. Yeah, I never really thought about it before, but I'm like, yo, this nigga's voice is like really cool. Like he's, he just sounds cool, you know, and it, it works with the uh, Spider Punk's character, Hobie Brown, uh, who's you know he's a, he's a punk rocker, you know, you know he's anti-establishment, you know, doesn't like your labels, mate. I don't like fascism, you know. You know? He's, he's, you know, he's it was between modeled. He's very much modeled after you know the punk rock scene. Uh, you know, Sex Pistols, UK, you know, shit like that. So yeah, you know, it was between Daniel Kaluuya and John Boyega for this role, right? I didn't know that, but damn, but, you know, John Boyega would have done. It. He would have killed it too. But um, but yeah, no, yeah. I, uh, Daniel Daniel Kaluuya did a dope job, and I I really like Kobe Brown. I wouldn't mind seeing a Spider Punk show or movie or some sort. I want to see more Spider. Yeah, and the art style for his world is very Art Deco. Like it's it's like straight out of um out of a magazine, kind of like oh, it's fucking gorgeous. The art yeah, style that they that they gave him. If you it's look very it up, chaotic. It's... Yeah, it's it's modeled after like some old school punk rock like posters and shit like that. So they did they did a really cool job with that. It's um, he has the he it's it's yeah chaotic. Chaotic is the word you use the best word to describe it. It's very chaotic. It's a lot going on with this animation and it looks really cool. And, yeah, it's very chaotic and just like Spider Gwen's art style, like you said, is very reflective of her personality with the watercolors. Uh, so too, I mean, every Spider-Man's world so far is very reflective of who they are, where they come from, and their personalities. But I think Spider-Punk's, uh, his art style is the most reflective of who he is. It's just, it, it goes back and forth between, the, like you said, the uh, the punk rock magazine covers. It's it's like, it's the dopest. And, like, and I agree with you when you said that Spider-Punk is probably... The breakout character, and it's funny because uh, he's probably—I I wouldn't say he has the least amount of screen time, but I felt like we didn't get enough of him. We got enough to really say, "Wow, this character is pretty dope." Everybody so far likes him, but it's just a—it was just like an appetizer. It was a taste. It wasn't really like a full, like getting to be with this character. Uh, so I agree with you as well that I wouldn't mind an animated series. Um, I wouldn't mind maybe him having his own movie. Uh, shit, there's so many fucking Spider people in this movie that they literally have given themselves a green light for so many sp- spinoffs if they want them. Bro, not just Spider people. I mean, Spider-Man characters in general, you know, like, nigga. And uh, again, I guess I have to say spoilers if you haven't seen it, but you know, we're going to talk about more detailed cameos, blah, blah, blah. The, I mean, Donald Glover as the fucking Prowler. <laughs> Holy shit. Bro, my jaw dropped. I'm like, did they really just do that? I'm like, what? In the whole Prowler costume. 
Raw, which, you know, basically confirmation that, yes, he's going to be the prowler in the MCU if they ever get to that point. I mean, well, or hell, maybe it's, he's from a different universe. Who knows? But I hope not. I mean, I feel like that's confirmation. He already said he had a nephew named Miles in Homecoming. So, I mean, I mean, shit, you know, there it is. Um, You know, spectacular Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man from the Insomniac video game, um, P- Peter Parked Car. Uh, fucking Sp- Spider Rex, Spider Cat. I mean, shit, man. We if we could, we'd be here for two hours naming every single Spider Person and Spider Man character that showed up in this movie. It's the most Spider Man-y movie ever. So was that Spider Mobile autonomous? Yep. Okay, that's what I that's what I thought because the the Spider Mobile, which was in the first. Into the Spider Verse was just a car, like in the Peter in the Spider Man layer. There's a Spider. Oh no, that that was a different car. Th- this was Peter parked car. Peter parked car. Yep. <laughs> well, comic books love their puns, you know. That's a good one though. Peter is parked there, car. Is there an actual comic character named Peter Park Car? Indeed, there is. I mean, you can't be that. Look, comic books are weird. This shouldn't be that surprising to you. No, it's 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 not. I just didn't think that there was one so outlandishly crazy that it would be called Peter Park Car. But you yep. know, uh, there's room Peter Park for everything. Peter Parked Car, the Spider Man of Earth five three nine three one, also known as the Spectacular Spider Mobile. Wow. From a world of sentient cars. Yeah, yeah. Peter Park car. That's really a thing. That's hilarious. You could even say it's spectacular. I will. <laughs> you could say it's amazing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, man, it's it's it, there's it's it's so jam packed. In fact, it's so jam packed that I almost feel like it could kind of be a turnoff for some people who aren't used to like different universes and different forms of superheroes. Like you and me, you know, we we you know we've been paying attention to like this nerdy shit our whole lives. So you know, we're already used to like different universes and different forms and shit like that. I do. I'm curious to how like people who aren't super familiar with that would take this movie. Like, granted, the MCU has definitely been taking advantage of the multiverse a lot more, so they're kind of introducing it into the modern lexicon. But you know, I, I'm just curious how like someone who isn't so used to used to that would take this movie. Uh, I think I think it really just opens the door wide open for, for people to kind of just. Do some reading, like do do some deep dive into some Spider-Man history or just Spider-Man comics in general, because you're you're gonna find that a lot of these characters come from real places, real writers. Some of them are original, some of them are just made for this movie. And this was great. This 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 is this is this is a moment to just this is a movie, should I say. It is definitely it's a moment in film history for sure with the art direction and everything the styling, but an um, astonishing moment. I fucking 
swear to God. Oh, I mean, it's, it's 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 quite don't, sensational. Don't, don't. Some might say this is the ultimate moment for people to really just stop and read some Spider-Man literature and just brush up on your history. I, I think it's a, I think Into the Spider-Verse was a great uh door opener for people to be like, oh wow, there's different spider people outside of Peter Parker. Because again, you and me read comics, yeah. but people who don't, they're like, what the fuck is happening? What is where are all these people coming from? Are there are is there stories surrounding them? Can I find out? Yeah, go absolutely, you can. And I think you know, this is again, this is just it's just a great representation for all aspects of the different characters that have been created by the different writers for Spider-Man over the years. A hundred percent. Although personally, I feel like my joke was superior. Oh, but yeah, you know, so big ass chase scene between Miles and all the other Spider-Men, which is, again, fantastic animation, crazy action, dope fight scenes. Not I, before I they recreate enough. the Spider-Man meme of the pointing. Oh, yeah, everyone pointing at each other. That was, that was real cute, too. I thought that was, that was a little funny, too. But, um, but yeah, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm sure you love that chase scene as well. Oh, absolutely. I love seeing the different people running, chasing after Miles, Miles literally outsmarting uh dozens hundreds i don't know of different spider people uh he got literally got them to take a ride to the moon while he uh kind of evaded and went back for what he needed like that was some some dope shit some this movie is full of dope action sequences and and uh spider swinging i love me some good spider swinging did you like seeing peter b parker again and you know seeing how he's um changed and grown up a little since the last movie uh yeah again i i that's why i was confused because that's at least a two or three year old child and this movie is supposed to be a year and a few months after the the events i'm like mary jane already pregnant i think time moves different in different universes that's got to be it I mean, that's the only explanation I, I which makes sense because, like, maybe different universes are moving at different times. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, I don't know. That's that's the best I can come. That's the best explanation I got. Like, just because you pluck miles from maybe it's December in his world right now. Maybe whenever you go to Peter B. Parker's universe, it might be July. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're not being exact with when you're getting them. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. I mean, I don't know. It just feels like certain concepts aren't as thought out, like the time thing. I mean, I don't know. I guess time, like you said, doesn't necessarily have to be linear for each Spider-Man, but why not? And Again, I said it it on Twitter. I don't know when, but at some point, Spider-Man became American Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. I saw that tweet, and it was hilarious. Yeah, I was like, when did this happen, bro? I was like, whoa. I mean, I, I'm not complaining, mind you. It's just, it's wild, you know. Uh, but yeah, of at course, some point, Spider Man became the Flash. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, they get captured, um, you know, they catch up to Miles. Well, Miles, you know, tricked them out of there. And then he goes back 
uh to the spider the spider society building and you know he's like all right i'm gonna go back tomorrow to save my dad but and oh my god boy when i tell you this twist got and you know what i was putting it together in my head like maybe a minute before they revealed this twist because we find see the way the teleporter works it, you know it scans your dna okay the dna belongs to this universe cool that's where you're gonna go the spider that bit miles is from another universe so when it bit him you know it changed the dna a little bit it sent him to the world of the spider which doesn't have a spider-man and i was like oh shit and i love the way they edited it too because like Gwen was in Miles's world, you know, looking for Miles. And so you would cut back and forth between Miles talking to his mom and Gwen like outside the window. So, you know, they don't reveal it. That's like some shit they do in like, you know, in like live action movies. You know, you've seen you've seen that before. Right. Yeah. Right. Misdirection. And it was done amazingly here in this animated film. And I'm like, yo, this they got me with that. So I'm like, in the movie that I'm like, oh shit, he's in the wrong universe. I was like, that's crazy, bro. That 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 twist really got me. So how did you feel about that little Miles winds up in the wrong universe twist? I genuinely, I was like, wait, where is my man at? But I, I was like, oh, Uncle Aaron's here. Okay, he's in uh he's in obviously he's in the alternate universe. But when I saw Uncle Aaron slide his mama that money. Across the table like that, I was like, "Oh, that nigga's a drug dealer. That nigga sells weapons. That hey, man, man is hey, no hey, good." Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, he could be a fine, upstanding citizen. Why is your immediate reaction drug dealer? Damn. When, when do you see a black man go into an apartment, slide somebody some money in an envelope across the table? See, this, this, and this is why legit. we can't get ahead. This right here is why we can't get ahead. It's because of <laughs> assumptions like this. That's crazy, bro. And also, That's Uncle crazy. Aaron has a history of being kind of a terrible person. So, you Which, know. Which, by the way, real quick, isn't it weird that, like, the, in Miles's world, they kind of, his family kind of, like, venerates him? And it's like, oh man, Uncle Aaron was so great. I miss Uncle Aaron. It's like this nigga was shysty as hell. He was not a good person. Like, as and a matter didn't of fact, do that in the first movie. Yeah, as a matter of fact, if if, my, if it wasn't Miles under that mask, there's a very good chance he would have killed that kid. Like, if it wasn't Miles. Oh, for sure. So it's like this nigga is pretty shysty. It's weird that y'all are like thinking fondly of him. That's okay. You know, so I, I thought that was weird, but you know, whatever. You know, but yeah. And then that, we that. got the more Dominican Miles up in there. Oh, evil Miles. Hey, I want to ask you that part. Celine. Did you see that part when um Uncle Aaron's phone lights up and then he kind of like subtly side eyes Miles? Did you see? Did you notice yeah. that part? I oh peeped it. God. I was like, oh yeah, Amazing. he knows his boy. The animation is so fucking fire because it's like the subtlest of side eyes. You just see the phone light up. And then he just looks at him like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, man. And the little hints, like like Miles' mom being like, oh, did you change your hair? And, you know, and she's like, she's like, who's Spider-Man? And I love the way they did that. Because when they're at first, I was like, oh, they're being funny. Like, you know, they're doing like, oh, mom's out of touch joke. You know, that's what I assumed they were doing. And then it's like, oh, no, she's saying who's Spider-Man because there ain't no Spider-Man in this world. Yo, that's great writing. I'm, I'm saying, man, and and then we meet Evil Miles. 
as or as you call them, Dominican Miles. Um, hey, Miles is already half Dominican, he? but that boy looked more Dominican than ha- he's Miles. he's Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican, bro. God damn. I hate that's that. why it was extra I'm funny because so <laughs> he's, he's Puerto Rican man <laughs> uh, um, so how did you feel about the reveal of Dominican Miles as the Prowler so we're just going to stick with that okay um, I don't see why not I, I feel like it was a logical step um, also I know that you know me being an avid comic book reader I know that there are evil versions of Miles um, there's a version of Miles who's older. I forget his name. What his like his name his his name is, but he he was an older version of Miles that ended up uh, traveling through universes, and he worked with Kingpin. He was definitely a terrible person. Uh, I think he also became the Prowler at some point. But then there's also a clone of Miles Morales, who is you know once he heard that. It, the actual Spider-Man's name was Miles. He just took the reverse spelling and called himself Salim. So I was like, okay, this could be a combination. <laughs> Salim. What the fuck? Like, yeah, no, the, like, is, the nigga from, uh, like the nigga from Power Ghosts? Like what? He's just, oh, I'm gonna call myself Salim. It's not even how that name is spelled. Miles Salim. Okay. But yeah, sorry, my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> No, but no, but it's real though. I was like, okay, this could either be one of those characters or like a combination of those two characters, or it just could be uh, an entire, entirely different interpretation of of what Miles is as an evil person. So I was like, oh, sh- okay, shit. He definitely was ready to squash Miles's head in, and so I wonder if maybe at some point in this upcoming movie, he wants to take. Miles's powers for himself because that spider clearly came from that world. The spider that bit Miles came from, you know, Dominican Miles's world. Mm-hmm. Very good point. I mean, maybe in this world it wasn't supposed to be Peter that got bit, it was supposed to be Miles that got bit, you know, different canons for different worlds, right? And also, right, his, right, right, right. in this universe, his, his dad is dead, you know, so. You know, that was interesting. Oh, did you notice how they changed um Jefferson's last name to Morales? It was always oh, it used to be Pierce, right? No, it used to be uh Davis. Davis. Yeah, but in yeah. some in well, yeah. Jefferson. Yeah, I, so I, I they mean, and then I guess someone finally Googled Jefferson Davis and was like, Oh shit, we should probably change that. Hmm. Yeah. Although, alternatively, Miles could have been Miles Davis. So, you know. That would have been cool. <laughs> have a Spider-Man named yeah, Miles I, Davis. I, have, I, have I told you I get tired of you? <laughs> hey, man, I'm just pointing out facts. I'm just, I'm, you know, I didn't name these characters. But yeah, I mean, yeah, man. he could have been a rock and roll singer, for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, the I, reason why his name is Miles Morales is pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, I mean, superhero alliteration, it is what it is. Um, oh, that wasn't the reason. Okay. Oh, what was the reason? The The reason was because um, Jefferson's father was, like, super abusive, and he was worse. He was kind of, like, the senior version of uh, Uncle David, Uncle Aaron, but he was, like, a, a dick. 
So he didn't want to name oh, okay. his son after somebody who was just so terrible. He didn't want to give him that last name. So he wanted, you know, Miles to carry on the better right, part. Right, of right, 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 right. See, <laughs> and me, I was just like, oh, because, I mean, alliteration. <laughs> You're a superhero. You got to have a first name and a last name with the same letters, like the rules. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that's, that's actually that is actually a actually a canon good reason. Okay, and also very interesting. Um, but yeah, so I don't know if this is how it went in your theater, but I know in my theater when that to be continued popped up, everybody was like, "Niggas oh, was mad." What? <laughs> um, now, thankfully, we don't have too long to wait because the sequel comes out in March. Um, but yeah, yes. yeah, so that's less than a year away. Yeah, but honestly, I think that's that's a good sign because it shows that people really want to see where the story ends. And they were hot. They was like, what? I want to see it now, you know. But yeah, that amazing movie, amazing finish. Um, I love everything that's about what she it. Said. I don't have too many. I, I can't think of any like real negatives right now, honestly. And, you know, for me, it's a five out of five. You know, certified hood classic. I mean, shit, you know, that's... I, I can't imagine your rating is too far away from mine. This is a certified hood classic. Oh, my rating is the exact same same as yours. It's a fucking... It's a double platinum certified hood classic in my book. I mean, shit, this movie is great. This is a certified hood classic. From the... We didn't even touch on, like, the music... Produced by Metro Boomin for this oh, movie. Oh my! If you haven't heard the album, go listen to that album. It's really dope. It's really good. If you like, that's, like modern that's probably hip-hop. the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's really dope. That's that's probably the best uh, soundtrack made since the first Black Panther uh, soundtrack, which was, I think, a combination of Kendrick and I want to. I don't know who the other person was, but I know it was definitely Kendrick who was curating most of the music. Also a great album. But yeah, man. So we both love it. If you, ha- I mean, it's, I almost feel silly saying if you haven't seen it, because I feel like everyone's seen it. Go see movie, it. Yeah. Why go would go you see, not have? Go see it again. Go see it one more time. And then maybe on a discount Tuesday as well, you know, take your friends and all that. It's just a wonderful movie. Um, don't so go with probably... children late at night. Like <laughs> oh I yeah, did. don't don't worst do decision that. of my life. Don't do that. Um, right now it's probably my favorite movie of 2023. But uh, yeah, it's it's the emotion is real. It's hilarious. I I love it. You know. Uh, that's the end of the show. You can follow us anywhere you listen to podcasts: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. If that's still around, I believe it is. Uh, follow us on every platform: IG, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, YouTube, uh, blah, blah, Twitch. My friend. Twitch. Thank you. That's what I was forgetting. I was like, I know I'm forgetting something. Twitch streams from Blurds on Twitch. Uh, I think that's everything. That's Any it. final words for the people? Any final words? Just go enjoy this movie, man. That's, that's it. Real. Like, just go enjoy this movie. I mean, it's not made by a black person, but it stars one. So you know what? It's definitely got black people on the team. It's definitely somewhere sure. in there. The the jokes and the writing. There's there's some black people up in that team somewhere. That creative team. This, 
this movie will probably be responsible for creating a new generation of blurs. Let's just oh my god, yeah, that. yeah, it definitely will be. It definitely will be. Yeah. And when y'all find this audio, y'all go ahead and subscribe and follow us and comment and share our shit. Okay, okay, little baby blurs, you're welcome in advance. Yes. Now, uh, that's the end of the show, and we are out. Peace. Peace. Oh shit! I wasn't recording. You said what? No, I'm, fu- I'm fucking with you. I was. <laughs> Could you imagine? Jesus Christ! I'm, I'm fucking with you. I was recording. I was. I got it. <laughs>